On this episode of the Front Row Report, we sit down with Fozzie vocalist and WWE wrestling superstar Chris Jericho. This is the first headline tour you've done and you guys have been able to do in a few years. How good is it going to feel to finally get out on the road? I mean, we're really excited. We, we took 2016 off by design. Um, the fact that uh, Mojo, which is the other band that the dudes are in, had a record and a tour, and then I was doing uh, some stuff with the WWE. So we just felt it was right to kind of get away for a while and not oversaturate, <clears throat> rather than doing spot shows here and there, just do nothing. Um, and in the meantime, we started working on the record and, and writing the record, recording it, and that's been going on for the last six months. So mm-hmm. by the time you get to this point where the record is about to be released and the first single is coming out soon, and here we are ready to go, we're really excited, man, and, and we're, we're super um super stoked about it and it's, it's we hadn't seen each other all in a room together for for you know the last year and a half and mm-hmm. we did the photo shoot we did the video it's like you realize how much you miss your bros and how excited we are to get out there and do what we do which is kick ass you know we never have a show where people don't leave happy and right. um we plan on continue to do that we spent a lot of time putting together the right bill with king and sons of texas mm-hmm. a couple bands that are the same vibe as we do which is just have a great time drink some beer show your boobs whether you're a girl or a guy <laughs> do whatever you want to do and it's funny because I heard when we were coming to Louisville, we're at Trixie's, where they're like, "That's a that's a strip club," <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Well, that's perfect for us. It's a great vibe." And and actually, our last uh, album had a song on it called "Lights Go Out," <laughs> yeah. which was the biggest uh, song that we've had. That's actually a huge hit in strip clubs. Yeah, I remember you talking did. about that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that there was a, a strip club DJ chart. Yeah. And we were top 10 for like three months. So, yeah, of course, it makes sense to be playing a strip club, man. I mean, who wouldn't want to do It's better than playing like a beer joint or something. Give right. it a strip club any day. Yeah. I mean, it, how can that not be fun? I mean, it's just, especially what I was going to say with lights go out, I feel like it's perfect. I mean, it's it's going to be a party. And a Fozzie show well, is that's a our, party. That's our whole vibe, exactly. It is a party. And, and you know, our, our vibe is, is 1979 Van Hale, and we want people to uh, – <laughs> To enjoy themselves, man, and mm-hmm. that's that's what we do best. We're not there to start a mosh pit and start a wall of death. If you want to do that, go for it. But we'd rather just, like I said, drink some beers and, and have some sing-alongs and have a good time. Right, and uh, Paul is Paul's back. Paul is. Yeah, man, I we're mean, excited to have Paulie D back on bass and back and just being around him and hearing his bass playing on the new record. And um, you know, and that's the thing about being in a band. It's it's it's. 20% ability, 80% compatibility. Mm-hmm. And you have to have that, that, that vibe of being happy to be around each other and positivity and good energy because you're around each other for you know weeks on end. You go to Europe yeah. for three weeks or whatever it may be. You see each other every single day. And, and if there's any bad will or anybody's a complainer or anybody's a grumpy cuss, it will throw off the, uh, the time-space continuum uh, as to, to how much fun you have and how good the shows are. And, we never had any problems personally with Paulie. He had some stuff that he had to deal with, and he did. And, and now that he's back, uh, the band, this is our this is our band. Mm-hmm. This is the right lineup. You know, it's like 
if you're talking about, you know, Guns N' Roses, well, it's obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's Axel slash Duff, Stephen and Izzy. That's the classic lineup. And, and, you know, Chris, Paul, Rich, Frank, and Billy, that's the classic Fozzie lineup, and it's great to have them back. Exactly. Um, you talked about Stuck Mojo. What was your reaction when Rich came to you and said, hey, we're going to start this up again and uh, do a record and a tour? I mean, what was your reaction when he came to you with that? I was super happy for him because he had WWE at the time. And, um, you know, the, the run that I was on wasn't supposed to be a year and a half. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be four or five months, you know, and we were going to begin work on the new Fozzie record. And then it started going so well, and Rich started wanting to do these songs that he'd written for Mojo. I was like, look, look, I said, let's, 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 you, you all do our systems. Let's enjoy the success that we're going to have with it, and let's get back with Fozzie in 2017. And that's exactly uh, exactly what we did. So, yeah, I was happy for it. I thought it was a great record, the, um, yeah. uh, the last record. I thought they really kicked ass on it. It was enjoyed really it. good. Um, yeah, I hear from infidels. It's great. Definitely. When, when you guys have spent as, as much time apart as you have, um, more so than usual, does it take more rehearsal to get ready for a tour when it's been a year and a half or so? It, it does. I mean, the thing is, you know, the, the songs, these songs are, 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 we play them so many times, but it has been, you know, a year and a half, and you do have to get in the room and play it a couple times, but it comes back pretty easily. You know, I was, uh, talking to Paul Stanley last week and he was getting ready to go to rehearsal and I was like, are you guys working on some new stuff? He said, no, but we're going out on tour and, and I don't care how many times you've played Deuce and, and Look It Up and Love Gun, you got to get in the room and, and go through it a few times so it's not like, okay, we have a sold out show in, you know, in Belgium, right. let's work on the songs live. I mean, it doesn't work that way. So I, I think even just playing the songs, I mean, you might get the parts right, but there's a certain groove and a vibe that, that exists when you have the boys in the band together again. And, and that's, I think that's the more times you can go through it, the more locked in you get, the tighter you are and the better you are as a band. Definitely. Um, and with the new record coming out, I mean, can will we expect any new material on this record on this tour? Or is this going to be more, let's play the songs that we know that everybody knows. No, 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 no. We're, uh, we're not, we're not going to do like, you know, we're not going to force feature a bunch of songs. You don't know. Our plan is two. we're going to start with one. Uh, we're going to start the show off with the new single Judas. Okay. And then go from there. So it's it will be the greatest. It's a Fozzie with some new material because awesome. that that's why we're doing it. The single comes out at the beginning of May, and that's when the tour starts. So you're kind of locked in together and 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 working in tandem. So um, I think people people will enjoy that because I think you want to hear one or two new songs. We don't want to go mm-hmm. out there and pull a Neil Young and play the the whole new record right. and people haven't even heard it yet. But um, the songs that you know you will hear and a couple little new gems as well. Definitely, and we pulled out a couple, a couple. We pulled out a couple older ones from the catalog that nice. we haven't played in five or six, seven, eight years. So we like that as well. Nice, and you guys are playing a lot of festivals on this run, which, I mean, with it being as long as it has been, I mean, definitely, I would, I would think helps. I mean, you're playing Invasion, Rebellion, Rocklahoma, lots of radio festivals. I mean, those have those are its own atmosphere in itself. I mean, those are parties. Those are just people are there for the hits, and you see everybody that you haven't seen in so long. I mean. It's got to be exciting. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, those, those festivals. I'm glad they're doing more of them in the States now because it's something that's been going on in Europe for years yeah. where you go there and you do you know festivals for two, three, four weeks. And now that we have that, especially in the month of May here in the States. And, and you know, you're playing to your fans. A lot of people have never heard of your band before. And that's why I think playing your headline shows, well, that's that's your, your, your friends, you know, the mm-hmm. friends of Fozzie. But... I like going into hostile territory when the guy's got his arms crossed. He's like, who's this? 
Jericho wrestling band guy. <laughs> and at the end of the show, they're going nuts and having a good time. That's, that's, that's a lot of fun as well, winning over the uh, the holdouts. So you get a combination of both at festivals. And I, I love them. The only thing that, that's kind of a drag is you only play 30 minutes, 40 minutes, unless you're headlining. So you really got to pick your set properly. And sometimes just as you get warmed up, you're done. And that's always like, oh, okay, well, we're finished already. But it's, 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 it's the nature of the beast, and it's the sacrifice you have to make to play in front of tens of thousands of people, which is always class. Definitely. Um, when, it, when it came to writing for this new record um, that's coming up, um, writing for this record, you've been on the road a lot more with WWE than you have in the past, and stuck Mojo going on the road again last year. Um, did that affect the recording process of writing for this new record at all? No, it didn't because we we never really sit in a room and write. Anyways, uh, okay. the past I would write my parts and then send them over to Rich, and Rich would send them back to me. And also, we had Johnny Andrews writing with us uh, for the whole record. He's uh, he he liked to go out with Rich on the last record, so we wanted him involved. He produced the record, so he was really uh, Rich and him did a lot of skull sessions, and jamming it out, and um, mm. they picked pieces of my stuff that they wanted to use, and it came up with the rest themselves. So I still did as much work as I always do songwriting. I didn't have as much use because it was more of John's vision for this record, which we liked. We wanted to give him total control and let him produce awesome. the record, make the record that he thought we should make. And um, we're really happy that we did. Awesome. Yeah, I can. I'm so excited to hear the record. I love the last two. Um, I got into Fozzie with um, um, Sin and Bones, obviously. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd always heard about Fozzie, but I was I never had the technology of living in Iowa to really find the music um and so right, I, right. now i'm like ah oh, like fozzy fanatics so i'm really excited um so i mean coming off of do you want to start a war where musically and sonically where do you pick up with this record well i mean it's it's it, it, it definitely uh um the next step it's, it's definitely it's it's a extension it's it's uh what's what i'm looking for it's a um like a continuation different than well, not really a continuation. It's a little. It's it's more of an evolve, evolving okay. Fozzy. So uh, we really put a lot of stock in bands like U2 and Guns N' Roses and Metallica, and I think the best example might be David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Where there's always different styles, uh, different eras, you know, and and we 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 like that too. And we're not completely changing what we do, but there's definitely more more melodies in this. It's very much a hookier record. There's not as many guitar solos on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still heavy and melodic is what we're more, uh, concise, I would say. So okay. it's, it's, it's an evolution from, do you want to start a war as much as do you want to start a war was an evolution from, from sin and bones. So, okay. um, I think you can look at the, this trilogy of records and they're all great records, but they're all have something a little bit different to it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited. Do do we do you guys have, we have do you guys have a title for the record yet? Obviously, I'm sure you can't disclose that right now, but have we is it to that point yet? Sorry about that, man. Oh, just no worries. actually pick it up. We're uh, shooting a video today, so I'm just picking Polly up from the airport. So oh, nice. But um but yeah, so the, the, I think it's a great trilogy of records that shows a lot of growth. Um but it's still very heavy and very mobile. This... So, anyways, like I said, the trilogy of records uh from Cinnabones to, to Judas is it's uh, um, I think they're all very great records that have a little bit different uh, elements to them all, which is which is the key to longevity for sure. Awesome. Um, I wanted to touch on something I didn't know this until recently, but you're a big fan of '80s Christian metal. 
I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea, and I grew up on that stuff. Bride, Guardian, Petra, White Cross, Striper. You had Oz on uh, Talk Is Jerica recently. Um, how'd you, how'd Did you, you hear the Heaven's Metal Meltdown episode on uh, Talk Is Jerica? I haven't heard it yet. I saw that. I'm listening to it today at work, actually. You got to <laughs> check it out. Dude. Uh, it's Richard Christie <laughs> from the Howard Stern Show and uh, Howard, Howard Jones, Jones from Kill Switch Engaged. Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, they're all freaks about it as well. So yeah, we have a good little group text that we that we do, and we have a have a good time with it. Have Have you heard about the new band that's coming out? That's starting right now. It's members of Guardian and White Cross. It's called Revival. It's got Jamie and David from Guardian, Rex, Carol, and um, Michael from White. Michael, Cross. yeah. Um, I heard that, but is all is it called Revival, or is is just the album called Revival? Because what they were listing it as was Guardian White Cross. I'm like, that's the worst freaking name <laughs> ever. It like, really can you is. Call it like, call it Cross Guard or something, maybe, or <laughs> you know, Crossian or something. I'm thinking it's going to be a revival, but as long as they don't do with go, go with Guardian and White Cross, I'm cool with it. Yeah, me too. I love the idea. I love the idea. Oh, yeah. Great idea. I I recently saw a show here up in Indianapolis. It was White Cross, Petra, and Striper on a show together, which is like... Really? Yes. It was like... That's what I said when I saw it announced. I was like, they're doing that? And it was absolutely amazing. Like, it was... That's rare. It's rare for Striper to do uh, gigs with other Christian bands. Yeah, it really... I was shocked when I saw it, but I was like, I have to go to that. And it was like the best thing ever. It was just like my childhood in front of me. Um, (laughs) How'd you get into those bands? Was it with the popular popularity in the eighties? Yeah, it was just, just, uh, I, I, I remember I saw Striper soldiers under command in the record store. And I just thought it looked really cool. I'd seen them on a, on a, uh, on a local news show. and just thought, wow, that's not, they look really cool. And I was kind of from a Christian family and, I just thought that uh, it was a good mix, and I loved the, the music. And then, you know, because Striper became so big, mm-hmm. the other bands started popping out. I think the next one was Baron Cross that I checked out, and then yeah. suddenly the gates opened, and White Cross and Guardian, like you said, and um, Holy Soldier, and, you know, Bride. I love Bride. They're a Louisville mm-hmm. band, I believe. Yep. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, I just, uh, and I didn't just like them because of, of the message. They were great musicians, and there's yeah. some great songs out of all those bands as well. It was just, it's weird. In the early '80s, there was this magical time for uh, for Canadian rock and roll bands. There was like 30 just amazing Canadian mm-hmm. rock bands that came up from about '70 to '82. Same thing happened with the Christian metal bands. There was just this glut of '85 to '88 just mm-hmm. amazing bands that came out. So, um, always was a big fan of that for sure. 